0: You're listening to That Music Podcast with me, Bryson Tarbett. I'm the music educator and blogger behind That Music Teacher and ThatMusicTeacher.com. Join me as I dive into what it really means to be a music educator. I hope that you're able to find a nugget of inspiration each week as I share my favorite ways to create purposeful instruction through active music making. Along the way, you'll hear from some of my amazing colleagues as they share practical advice that you can apply to your own classrooms. So grab a coffee, sit down, and let's get started. This episode is brought to you by the free Elementary Music Newbie Guide. We all know that you can't learn it all in four years, but the sad reality is that many new music teachers don't feel prepared for the elementary music classroom. In this free guide, we'll work through four of the most important things when it comes to being successful as an elementary music teacher. To grab your guide, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com slash newbie. Again, that's thatmusicteacher.com slash N-E-W-B-I-E. Congratulations, you finally got your first music teacher job. Or maybe you're moving on to something new. Either way, you are on the way to starting a brand new journey. But there can be a lot of questions when you finally figure out what you're doing for next year. So now that we know that you have a teaching job, now what do you do? First, you're going to take care of all the paperwork This might seem really obvious, but it can take a while to sign all the things you need to sign. Sometimes it feels like you're signing your life away. Um, Talking to your HR person is a wonderful way to get the details of your contract, making sure you're getting enrolled in your insurance benefits, and they will be able to answer your questions or direct you in a way for other questions when it comes to retirement and things like that. They're here to help, so don't feel bad about asking questions, especially when it comes to filling out all the crazy paperwork. I know when I signed my first contract, I could not wait to get into my room, open up those cabinets, and see what I had. It's important to get a feeling of where your desk needs to be, what kind of storage you have, what kind of supplies are already there, so you can spend the rest of the time you have planning on finding all the other things you need to find, whether it be more resources, finding some more instruments you need to find out, or whatever you need to do. Having some time in your classroom is a wonderful place to start. And speaking of instruments, let's talk about taking inventory. If you're lucky, you have have at least part of this done for you. And even if it's already been done, it's I recommend double checking just to make sure everything is up to date. What types of instruments do you have and what condition are they in? That one's important too. <laughs> do you need to do any complete any cleaning or repairs? Um, it's better to take care of that now um, than, rather than later because you're going to want to use your instruments once you get started in the school year. I recommend taking an inventory of books and other resources that you have in your classroom. Uh, for one thing, it's important to realize what is yours, your personal items, and what is the school. So if you ever find, uh, end up moving into a different position, you can separate your items with those that are owned by the district. Now that we've talked about our classroom space a little bit, now it's trying to think about what that classroom space will look like and how it will function. And I'm talking about setting routines. I want you to think through what a lesson will look like. What is your schedule? You know, when is your lunch? But I also want you to think about the schedules of, you know, and the routines of your classes Each in the individual lessons. I like to start my lessons um, with a game to get them moving along. I always have a storybook in the middle, especially ones that have musical concepts that go with them. And I always like to end on a high note as well. So I want you to take some time and kind of think about what you, your routines as as a teacher will be and what you want for your students in each of those lessons. How do you envision your lessons? It's okay if you don't have all the answers yet, but it's time to start thinking. I have a wonderful free workbook that you can work through if you head on over to thatmusicteacher.com slash newbie. It's all about setting goals, setting expectations, and thinking through your routines in the music classroom. Again, you can grab that free workbook over at thatmusicteacher.com slash N-E-W-B-I-E. I also want you to take a breath and celebrate. You've done the work, you aced the interview, and you got the job. Even though your mind is probably going a 100,000 different places, I think it's important for us to Uh, You know, celebrate the fact that you are on your way to either your first music teaching position or maybe it's something new. And I want you to take the opportunity to think about the impact of the lives that you're going to have of all of your students through the wonderful power of music. If you're lucky enough to know that you're starting a new position before the summer, you can take some time over the summer to think through what you want your classroom to look like and what you want your classroom situation to be. I spent not a lot of time, but a decent amount of time over the summer before my first year of teaching, thinking through procedures, routines, and how I wanted to fit myself into the educational school that, you know, into the machine that is, is our school. And I really thought about my concepts, my scopes and sequences. And I really wanted to, I put some work in over the summer so that I made myself a little bit easier during the school year your first year or especially your very first year, but you're for even your first year in a new position is going to be crazy hard and it's going to be learning new things all the time. So if you're able to take some time over the summer to take some professional development or to think through some things in your classroom, that is only going to help set yourself up for success. I want you to think but like, truly think of it as an investment in your professional life and your professional sanity. And it doesn't have to take a super amount of time. I only spent a couple of hours every week during the summer just thinking through some things, working through some concept maps, gathering resources, you know, spending lots of time on Pinterest, listening to podcasts, reading blogs. But that that information and that research you do now is going to help you as you Um, start teaching and as you start um, figuring out what your classroom really needs and getting to know your students and figuring out what they need. And that's where this kind of the help that you could do over the summer can really help put yourself in a place that is set up for success. With that being said, be sure to take some time to relax and do things that aren't don't have anything to do with school this summer. Um, Especially this year, we need time to rejuvenate and prepare emotionally, and kind of recover from this school year. And I think it's really important that we take some time and to do nothing, uh, you know, not going right into the next project. Um, and as I'm hearing myself say this, I know that's exactly what I'm going to end up doing is going diving right into grad school, but I'm going to try to force myself into taking some time to relax, to reflect and to take care of myself as a person so that when August rolls around, I'm not dreading it and I'm not feeling broken and I'm able to feel the hope and I'm able to see how things are going to be different this year. So I would love to hear from you. What are some things that you think a new teacher, whether it be a very first year teacher or someone starting a new position, what is something that you wish that someone would have told you to do when you were starting a new position? I want you to head on over to the General Music Mastermind, which is a free Facebook group over at thatmusicteacher.com slash mastermind and share your answers in the group. If you haven't joined, it's super easy to join um, and I hope to see you inside the group. And I'd love to hear what you guys would suggest that a new teacher learn and a new teacher do before they go into the position. I know this podcast episode is kind of short, um, but all cards on the table, I I'm right now getting, you know, dealing with the end of the school year craziness. And I wanted to, you know, I thought about, you know, taking a week off, but I really wanted to put something out there for you so that you can, you know, take a step, especially if those of you that are, you know, just graduating college and are starting to look up, you know, what happens next? You know, I, I have these interviews now I have, you know, what happens once I accept a job? So I wanted to be able to share some information this week. Um, I hope to see you inside the General Music Mastermind group. Um, I hope you also grab the free guide at thatmusicteacher.com slash newbie. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your school year. If you found this episode helpful at all, I would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Not only does this help me understand what you find most helpful, it also helps more music educators just like you find the podcast. To check out the show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com class show notes.